Hey, everybody. Quick update here. Of course, locally, I just this unaired piece uh, brought to you by ABC Auto. I just love those guys. True patriots. Please, if you have to have your car um, after an accident, uh, you know, redone and you have to uh, you're going to trust somebody and the insurance companies will never tell you this. But you get to choose your provider. Choose ABC Auto. Because ABC Auto truly stands by liberty and truth. And I love those guys. Big, big heartfelt thank you to them for always supporting me no matter what happens. Um, locally or whatnot. I really appreciate them. ABC Auto. You should appreciate them too. <laughs> thank you. You know, Celeste um, won the nom for the Celeste Malloy for the Republican um, nod uh, on this side of the aisle. And so I just wanted to, I just have a few thoughts about that. Um they say she'll be the favorite. She'll probably take the race and um, she'll be up against uh, Kathleen, the Democrat. And I don't know that there's going to be a huge amount of difference. Now, one of the things I wanted to mention um, about oh, I want to mention a few things. Actually, she had the endorsement of Stewart, of course, right away. And it was uh, even in phone calls and, and everything else. All you heard about was, hey, this is Chris Stewart and this is my protege and this is who I want. There's a problem with that, but I'll get to that in a second. And also Rob Bishop touting touting her and saying, yes, she's the person. She's the person. And um, also it said, and, uh, and uh, Becky Edwards, of course, counted out now. Um, but this is what's being said. And it's, you know, it's exciting that we're going to have somebody come out of this primary that represents rural and southern Utah. She grew up in Nevada. She has lived in D.C. I'm not, I'm not quite sure you'd say that she's representative of southern Utah, but okay, uh, she went to SUU. I mean, I, I don't know. It's strange. You know the whole address controversy? Very, very, very strange. I'll get to that in a second. But um, the, the, Malloy said, uh, I think it's time and everybody's ready for that. Everybody always says they represent rural Utah. I mean, that's what everyone says. I'm not quite sure that's anything to, you know, get excited about. But that's usually the catch line for everybody. Um, she promised to build bridges um, with Republicans. Why do, you, why do you have to build a bridge to a Republican? I don't understand that. Um, heading into the general election, um, unless maybe you're not a Republican, maybe, I don't know. I've heard some from some sources that they consider her to be conservative. I don't know that, uh, that that's been really evident. I'm not quite sure that that, I, true or not. Um, she basically, basically it was all about um, the fact that she's worked for government. Every single mayor in this valley, every mayor stood up and went, yes, Celeste. Okay. And I thought that was really odd. How do you know she's going to do the job that you want? How, why are all of you on the same accord? That, there's something very wrong with that, mayors, but you know how I feel about the mayors. Um, and, of course, uh, all the nods from the legislators, Walt, Brook and, Walt Brooks and, um, you know, Colin Jack, and everybody's gung-ho and ready to support and ready to say she's our gal and she's going to do an amazing job. She's an attorney, and she's worked for the government. So her... Ads were three, you know, it was, I'm going to um, reduce, I, I like smaller government and more family values. I was like, that, that's it? Okay. Uh, that's all you have to say to get elected? What? Um, so you're going to reduce government, but you work for government. 
and she worked for Hatch, and she has developed a, a working relationship with all these environmentals, just like John Curtis, Congressman Curtis, very uh, environmentally, you know, <laughs> in all of his issues. Um, the Clean Water Act and Endangered Species and so forth. She was a legal research uh, extern for, for Orrin Hatch, public lands attorney for the Utah Association of Counties, deputy county attorney, Washington uh, County Attorney's Office, um, and staff attorney for the Water Conservancy District. She's worked for government, but then says and tells everyone she wants to limit it. Well, she hasn't yet. <laughs> Her own footprint is in government. So I'm not quite sure where I see evidence of that actually happening or or anything, anything relating to that. How I guess buzzwords work. I'm not quite sure. You know what I didn't see? I didn't see her fighting for anything. I didn't see um, I haven't seen any past as far as that goes where she fought for really anything. And if you say, well, she was an attorney and um, even though she worked with public lands or for public lands and, and for all these entities, she fought the good fight in the attorney office. Where? Show, show me that. Show me what, what was fought for. Okay. Um, I don't understand that <laughs> truly. And I don't ever see her talking about preserving liberty. I don't see her talking about, um, how she's going to do that, what she's going to repeal, what's on her list, and and how she's... She's just, to me, a yes vote. Sorry. She's a yes vote. And when I see these endorsements, I, 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 I swear it feels like there's a telephone tree, and the little telephone tree goes, well, who's our guy? And then everyone puts out a comment, whether they even believe the comment or not. Okay? The person... Celeste has no... Um, I mean, if I can see a fight, I don't I don't need government experience. OK, uh, but I need some sort of fight in them that says that they understand the Constitution because they're going to be a congressperson. And I need to see that they understand um, what liberty means and what it means to uh, and how and, and talk to us about a path on how to get back right um, to where we used to be because government's so out of control. But. That's never what's said. We talked about it on the show today on the national show about the way that they, all they have to do is say family values, less government. And if you're on the right, you get voted in. It's, it's insane. So it's not that I don't like her. I don't know her. I just am looking at the rap sheet of her working for government for all these years. And I'm like, oh, so she's made all these relationships. So she's a good yes person. That's my that's truly what I feel. Oh, she'll say yes, won't stand in anybody's way, right? That's exactly what she'll do. It reminds me of a couple of the city council, uh, city council members. Uh, Danielle Larkin came in first. Danielle Larkin, with her little Black Lives Matter signs and her LGBTQ um, <laughs> love and drag show love, she was quoted in the Salt Lake Tribune as saying, uh, between now and the general election, Larkin plans to continue to focus on public safety, affordable housing, parks and recreation, and other bread and butter issues that she said St. George res residents truly care about. You know what we care about? Freedom. We care about liberty and we care about um, having le less taxes and we care about the size of government and we care about the government's um, huge budgets. And we also care about the fact that we don't want more affordable housing here. I don't want the government footprint here. Um, 
But this is what she thinks is important. And so she said she wants to steer clear of bickering over drag shows and cancel culture. She didn't have to bicker, right? Because she was just a yes vote for everything they wanted to get away with doing. And they wanted to get away with HBO drag show coming here. And we did have a really good council member call everybody out on on, uh, the abuse of the lies of, of how they did it regulation wise. So... This wasn't bickering. Did you notice how she didn't say, well, it was done illegally, (laughs) the drag show from HBO? No, because she likes it. She's all for that. So in her comments, even, she's telling you who she is. I'm for everything that Democrats are for. I'm for um, Black Lives Matters, drag shows, so that nobody says no. Um, And then she also said we can't fight it. And that's a lie. They could fight if they wanted to. Um, And then also just for decency. Um, we have decency laws. In any any case, uh, affordable housing, parks and rec. She wants more parks and rec. Do you guys remember when they bloated up the budget to half a billion dollars and she she didn't show her love for uh, fire and police. She talked about her love for parks and recreation. Jimmy Hughes voted to up your taxes. You have all of these. these Steve Kemp. They wanted Steve Kemp to run back in 2016. Okay, for House. And uh, and they were tapping him back then. Why? Um, you know, I've seen the pictures with the pride stuff and everything else. Look, he'll be a yes person. He'll do what they say in my mind. Okay. So what I'm looking at is are if people are, if the, if the powers that be Ibsen and and all the rest, if all of them, uh, Randall are all telling somebody they want him to run, it's because they won't stand in their way for anything they want to do. Ibsen is infamous for red flag laws. Okay. Um, Randall didn't want to call anybody, didn't want to have anybody say a word about the bloated budgets, right? And, uh, and so, you know, censorship continues. And, and all I'm going to say is this, the people that get the most money and the most support like that, and they're getting almost 40 grand, Steve Kemp, Danielle, Jimmy Hughes, okay? Um, even when they say it's self-funded, Usually with self-funding comes, um, you know, the little friends that want to fund that are in the industries that are around town, that kind of thing. I've seen it happen before. Um, I can't say it's happening here, but I've seen it again and again where they'll say self-funded, but it's a little, you know, here's some money for your campaign. And, you know, gee, I hope you help us out because usually it's the businesses that are um, going after the growth, okay, are the ones that want to want to drive the train uh, through the candidates. So when I see uh, people trying so hard and giving so much money to Steve and Danielle and Jimmy, I mean, honestly, out of that batch, Paula and Brad should be in there and they should be voted for. But look, we obviously have a lot of problems with um, how we perceive government and what what we're okay with. Um, They've already shown Danielle, Greg and Jimmy already have shown you what they're going to do. They're never going to say no to a bloated budget. They're never going to say no to a tax. They're going to say yes to anything that has to do with LGBTQ. They're going to say yes to anything. They're, they're not going to stand in anybody's way, nor are they going to call out when rules are violated. Hence the reason we lost the city manager, not lost, but he had to go, right? Was because he violated the rules. They never outed him. So just remember that, okay? 
Um, and people that should never be in public office. There are people that just honestly, they, they, they use it as like a checkbook. So it's like, I get to be at the helm of the checkbook. And if you look at the Salt Lake Tribune's words um, when interviewing Danielle Larkin, it looks as though she wants to be at the helm of a checkbook for affordable housing, parks and rec, and what she calls bread and butter um, issues. That's all checkbook issues. All they want to do is say, this is how I want to spend the money. Instead of saying, what's right? What is right? What do we need to be doing here? What is not okay? And it's not okay to impose um, all kinds of restrictions on people's properties and homes and appliances and and uh, all the nonsense things they've been doing. It's not okay to fund a shuttle to, to Zion. So um, on the Celeste Malloy note, all I can say is that when you have all the head honchos in government saying that you're great and all you've been is an attorney that's worked for the government and now they envision you as a congresswoman, I'm sorry, but I'm not quite sure how that's going to work well for us. We're not going to see her lead out on issues. She didn't even lead out in the campaign. And you expect her to lead out in liberty or the, the return of liberty because they're so far off, right? Congress right now could be impeaching Merrick Garland for bogus charges on people January 6th. Congress could be leading out on um, impeaching Biden or doing any investigations at all on voter fraud. We're not even doing them in our city and county, are we? So I leave you with that. Just a few thoughts on uh, Celeste. Not that I don't like her. She's probably a nice person. I just don't understand how all of them, and I mean all, got behind her in such swift fashion to tell you uh, who to vote for. And you know what? That shouldn't be a thing. You should never be going to already seated elected officials and one that just was unseated and ask them for their for who they want in that seat, especially when they don't have a record of standing up for anything themselves. Okay. So you know that who they want would be somebody that would go along. Go along to get along and look like a unified front, because isn't that what the Salt Lake Tribune just said about Danielle? See, she doesn't want any bickering, everyone just to get along. Well, obviously, then no one's standing up for your liberty and your freedom when that happens. So, um, And what are they doing? Their job then just becomes the dictators of the checkbook. And what do you do? You need a bigger checkbook. Right. The bigger the checkbook, the more spending you can do, the more she can add to that list when they interview her next. If she makes it in, we really have to spread the word. She is, you know, do you guys remember her with the BLM signs and everything? She's extremely liberal. These people are usually very liberal at the helm. And for some reason, we just have the inability to see it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But Celeste Malloy also was not um, didn't vote and was not registered um, her voter registration. What's interesting is in the article, it said, uh, yeah, she didn't have. Uh, yeah, she didn't have her. Um, she Basically, she was using another address, right, of her sister. And something happened there. And uh, she uh, didn't actually vote in the last election. Hmm. Yeah, there were some definite problems there, and she should have been removed. But the Republican Party said, nope, she can stay as the, as the uh, nod, as the candidate. And there's something very wrong with that. And uh, there's been some tweets. There were some tweets going back and forth from Lieutenant Governor to um, Ms. Malloy. I think she's not married, right? Um, 
Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because there was such a scandal around her. Um, and even Quinn Denning, I love Quinn, um, did a lawsuit uh, so that she could not run for office because that was not exactly honest, was it? Um, anyway, there was a lot of problems behind that, and she should have stepped down from that. But the Republican Party said, no, you can stay. So that should be looked into, too. Why did they do that? But it was interesting. What I'm referring to in the article was there was a local article about it and basically just saying this. Um, Malloy had the endorsement of Stewart and former uh, Utah U.S. Rep. Rob Bishop. Republicans nominated Malloy at their convention in June, despite questions about her eligibility because she hadn't voted in recent elections while living in Virginia. And then that was it. Not even a, not even a comment after that. Just, nope, let's move on. <laughs> Just run right over that sentence, right? As if that's no big deal. Uh, That is a big deal. That is a big deal. You've never seen in her a fight for limited government ever, okay? And that should not have just been gone over like, oh, and here's another sentence for you. That's a big deal right there. And no one wants to look at it. So for all of these people that are saying yes to that, there's a problem there. Everybody should have been questioning that. And if you had people that were truly, truly constitutional conservatives, they would have been. But they're not. They're sidestepping. So I'm just uh, throwing that out there. Thanks, you guys. Just some thoughts today. Appreciate you.